0: Just be in earnest, just be an earnest, just be an earnest, just be in earnest. Be in Man, earnest. dude, I'm going to need a water, so this will work. my mouth is so dry. What? wait, wait,
1: are we rolling yet? Are we going yet? Are we Are we going in? Hey, hey,
0: hey. I'm so happy to have you on this podcast Checking right the now.
1: mic. Are we checking the mic? The mic check? Mike is been check check since check,
0: 2020. This right. mic been checked. How are you feeling? Now I'm feeling
1: good. Shit. Well, I've been jacked up. Dude, you've been doing that. Are, are we rolling yet? We're, we're rolling, this, dude. Okay, yeah, this, this has to... We need to capture my angst, okay? You've been doing this shit, and true enough, okay, you've actually gotten some people people have heard of as opposed to me, but still, nonetheless, I'm kind of like, dude, you know... About that time. Hey, hey, man. Hey, I'm over here. Hey, man. I'll, I'll bring us a bev. Building. I'll bring us, I'll bring. I'll bring us a bev. Let's let. Come on. Hey, I'll chatty, I'll chatty chatty with you,
0: on. Well, yeah, yeah. Please, yes. I'll feel way better if you start drinking. What are those? I've never seen those before. Are those high noons? What are they?
1: No, they're loud lemons. Oh, these are these, this loud is, lemon. Yeah, so so it, it, it's just kind of like it came. is like after all the seltzer stuff. Here you want you got who, who want, Island you Jam.
0: Know I mean? Also, yeah, dude, the USVI shirt St. John. Shout out St. John. Shout out, shout out Virgin Islands in general. Yeah, man. The USVI. You do not need a passport to go to the USVI. Just get there. Oh my God, dude! It tastes like a gummy bear. This tastes like
1: gummy bears. And yeah, and this oh oh this, this is mojito, dude,
0: island jam. I love that. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh, here, try the mojito real quick. Okay. Oh, that is
1: gummy bears. Pimmel toast. Yeah, dude, head. and pour that on ice. See, dude, see, see, like I'm, see. I, 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 I think it well of on ones like you know they're they're yeah, that aftertaste. They great. have some chick flavors. Then I have you know. Okay. That's really good. You 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 want you ready for a, Bev. <laughs> Bev. Mm-hmm.
0: I've so never <laughs> even hesitated. Here you go. Count on you, you, you to Already bring the party. In your way up the yeah. guest
1: list here. For oh yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. No 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 no. no. Uh, yeah. So so you can try to here You might want to end up swapping with him if you end up liking. You guys can swap. You guys can swap spit there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? You know. I mean. it's. On this oh, yeah. podcast, anything goes. Anyway, I'm gonna
1: move around, dude. Wait, wait, I, 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 can, I can work a mic. I've been.
0: Yeah, you can do it. Up, I'm yeah. trained. Move it, your move at your. way. Well, you damn, I'm, you can stand up, and walk I'm around. Trained. Right I'm trained. I'm um, trained. I ain't putting on no phones either. No, me either. No, this is just overdue. Like uh, we've played a few rounds together, and we've obviously hung several times, and it's always fun and interesting. And it's like we're cut from the same corner of the cloth, I think. And oh, uh, for better, or worse. I'm sorry. So, so, if it's so, so, true, so just so everybody knows, I met how long? How long ago would it would have been 2014
1: or 15? Huh? So, yeah, yeah. So, Seth. Starts playing me this. Somebody's just dropping fire, man. Just crazy rhymes and crazy rhymes. And he goes, there's this guy?" Snow. I was like, "Okay, Snow." And I'm hearing this stuff, and I hear Snow for a while, but then I finally go, "Like, you're like, well, it's obviously a nickname. What's his? What's his? What's his name?" And somebody told me, and my wife meanwhile I said, Snow. She goes, what does, "What does it mean?" I was like, "I don't know." So somebody said, "So somebody told me, oh, his name's Kevin." So I was like, "So, that, so for like a week, I would go like, oh, okay, his, his name's Kevin." And then I told somebody. I told somebody, I like, "You mean Kevin?" They said, "They said you mean Keith." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, well, somebody told me it was Kevin, so now it's Keith." So I catch up my wife on all this. So, so it's so Snow, and then it's Kevin, and then it's Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and then meanwhile, like, so so the Ernest thing was actually his name and everything. So then, by the time he changes to Ernest, my wife was just like, "I can't kill that." So for, to her. You will always adorably be known as Snernest. Snernest. So she just every time she just she just combines the 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 earliest one and the latest one. Yes. Shout out KK. And uh,
0: yeah, Kevin's man. So
1: one one Snernest. Kevin
0: was good. a new one for me too. Mm-hmm. And no, no, I, I, I guess somebody had
1: misheard Keith. Yeah, like sure. I said, it was so you were that was when you were literally just showing up in the building yes. and stuff. But at the time, I have to admit, I will be the one that says you've done all that rap stuff. And first thing I think I said to Seth about you is like. I think the guy's a hell of a songwriter. I was like, "So let him do all that crap." I was like, "But I could totally see him being a natural songwriter." He just this has is that, true, just er, the
0: com- command of language. Day one, just, you you told me that day one, like, and, and oh, you, you didn't want to hear it. Well, no, I know. I mean, because at that time, uh, it's crazy. We've never really talked. I've never really talked about this. I've I've told my story, but like at that time, uh, long haired skinny is a relative word, but like I was rapping and I was spending all my time rapping. I was spending my time intentionally not writing country songs because I didn't want, I wanted to break the mold for coming up in Nashville. It it would have been in my mind. So cliche for me to go do country music. I was like, well, I'm, I'm more than country music. I was like trying to make that point so hard. How old were you? 21, 22, 23, 24 around there. Oh yeah, I mean he was I mean it was in, in, I was in, young. In, I just was starting. But and, like And you know, and the thing is,
1: once again, I just get the because you know the weird the, the the odd thing is is that the hip hop culture is just like the country culture. Like you can't just show up at either one of them. There has to be some legitimacy there. There has to be some, you know, some street crap, so to speak. Um and like I said, so culture that was the only, but when it comes down to spit and fire, dude, I don't know if you guys have heard there is some <laughs> There are some songs uh, that I'm aware of that I heard. Man, dude. Kelly Kapowski,
0: we have, we have a great song. God, we have to, dude,
1: that's one of my favorite ever. It's just this throwback kind of, uh.
0: I wonder, yeah, if he, yeah. I wonder if it exists
1: yeah. that, that's that, but, but, but see knowing that that's what that's what made me know that you were that you were a natural songwriter but you were actually doing it. this guy can legitimately drop some fire in fact I went to a festival he was at at the at Lynchburg I guess the jack or whatever it was Lynchburg thing yeah yeah yeah. and he went up solo with a guitar I guess it was him and Grady a little bit but all of a sudden they were just like because it was just this festival you know those scenes are always kind of a goat rope yeah. and yeah of a sudden broad daylight. All, all of a sudden they're like no, go ahead and take an hour. I mean, he's solo <laughs> with a guitar. And, dude, so he just went back and started doing some of his rap stuff and everything. You can see the crowd just sort of, because, dude, you could drop some fire and people are just like, hey, that feller
0: talking fast. That boy's talking <laughs> fast, right? fast ain't he? Man, I didn't
1: know you could talk fast.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, that that is the realization I had to have, which I think, A, a part of growing up, and B, thankfully, being able to. Not only eventually trust my gut, but take take the advice of my peers and elders. Of like, uh, suddenly something switched. Where it's like, maybe I wrote, Maybe it was right around the time I was writing locals only and that stuff. To where finally, okay, if this is what if this is what is very me, and they're saying is country music, even though I knew I was writing a country song, I was like, I didn't feel like I. I'm not so redneck, which is a point I try. Like, yeah. So, but if these are country songs and or love songs, and I relate, I can do this. And then it started, you know, a, do- a door opens and a door closes. You but, could either- and also, even in the middle of your rap stuff,
1: man, whenever you had hit, it was so weird because whenever you had actually stopped talking fast and you hit some of those things, you actually have this crooner kind of voice, which was just mesmerizing. And I was just like, and you could just tell, like, man, when he goes to that, when he actually goes to this singing That's, man, that's that's wheelhouse stuff. It just, that's that thing. And so I think all all, all, all that's kind of happened. So now
0: now look at
1: you. Now look at you. Well, now
0: this is where the st- man, this is where the story shows. You're shifts. making us
1: so much money, I'm buying myself a hot tub for Christmas. I, I think I might get I, us I one, I might get a hot tub with an LED package, man, in the backyard. Did you look okay? i
0: get a six-seater. You and KK can yeah, come yeah. join us, yeah, too. Me is, and Delaney man. might get one. Yeah, it is. Um, how long did you know about him before you actually met him? And then how did that change? Uh, yeah, yeah like well, him?
1: I mean, it, 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 that happened pretty fast because his songs were floating around. And I was hearing those just like, holy crap. And so, you know, and when you hear something that compelling, it's like, when do I meet them? Yeah. So like, it was like, you know, so. These probably- would
0: have been like 2014, I signed my first publishing deal, like, or late 2013 with Sony ATV. And a, and it would have been right around that time because I met with Seth, the Warren brothers brought me in, who they've all, oh, they've that's been, right. the Warren brothers, who I signed my first deal with at Sony. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They were like the first stuck their arms around me and brought me and took me into meetings. And so I'm doing the country music thing, the freshly signed songwriter. I'm writing with speed date writing. I'm writing with everybody, bunch of songs. But all the while, that's when I'm like doing, my, at the time, my artist thing, too, Snow. I'm rapping and singing. Half the time, I'm showing up to write with you know, the Beaver Brothers, and I'm thinking we're going to write a country song, and they're showing up to write with me, yeah, thinking we're going to yeah. write a rap song. And it was a really weird... Oh, 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 oh and, and, and we had the classic... Classic shit. So
1: so we sent him off to LA, right? Like we, probably, we probably sent him to <laughs> oh off to LA no. like like we're not oh giving no. not giving him any money or anything. All of a sudden there's like a meeting like, yeah, okay, we got a little budget allocation. Thing. Like, well, what happened? He goes, Um he's in LA, like, yeah, 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 and he um he emptied his uh room fridge like twice during his yeah, stay. I, I wasn't what, too aware what, of what, what the what the which, what's the mini which, bar cost which, 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 which I can tell you what it cost I, I think we're st- I think we just paid it off like twi- <laughs> my twi- publishing deal finally recouped Dude, a, 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 a mini bar in LA like a cashew cost 1250 i mean he <laughs> emptied it twice it was like seriously we had to go like okay let's okay, we just need to find like a thousand dollars. It was yeah, like, yeah, Holy yeah, shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hey like, Jeremy,
0: can you call earn? <laughs> can you learn? Just being a rock star. And this is a
1: hotel that has a bar on the first floor. Like the Grafton go to the frigging bar. <laughs> the go, what the, the hell, hell is wrong? What were you thinking? Do you remember that?
0: I was thinking that I had probably gone to the dispensary two or three hours before <laughs> got stoned to shit, had a couple hours before I had a meeting or a ride or something. And it was like, oh boy, there's a Gatorade and Snickers bar and that sounds good. And before I go, uh, oh well instead of having to instead of having to go and buy alcohol, I'll just take this champagne here. <laughs> Convenience. I yeah. didn't mean to I'm sorry. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's it's I understand that was your hard earned dollar bit that of, I was spending little, and I'm sorry. Of a
1: little bit of a rock star experience, but it was. It was it was it was, it was funny. Empty emptied it like twice. It was just like so, oh my god dude. oh wow they refilled this thing oh wow Sweet. that's amazing i thought i finished I just, everything. I just, everything i just i just, I just had, had vi- i had visions of you laying on the bed you know with all those little empty bottles around you and like you put on the sunscreen and everything you know, every the- single <laughs> amenity i'm using yeah. i'm in the robe <laughs> yeah, and the yeah, slippers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have the umbrella open it laying on your bed
0: <laughs> yeah. that whole thing you know the- i'm just talking to the to the people <laughs> that were doing room service what are you up to like <laughs> this place is nice huh do you like hang out here? When you be here every day? <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, well, you know, enough about me, Craig. You're the guest <laughs> well, here. This I is my, know. Hey, it's my podcast. Okay, I want to talk about how, you to know, the just... point. Just being earnest.
1: <laughs> I, 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 like. <laughs> we actually, we actually wrote the song behind behind your little thing, your little whistle thing. Me and thing. Craig we wrote, wrote that.
0: All one. we need, which is yeah. just being earnest.
1: All we need. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? We got all we need, just some empty pocket kisses. Yeah, we got second hand in hand, girl. Yeah, second hand in hand. So that's just All we need, couple neon lit slow dancing silhouettes on a crack paint wall. That's Craig. We got all we need. That song's so you, dude. Hardy hit me up one time right when I dropped that project. He was like, "All we need is my favorite song." I was like, "Craig Wiseman, ah, dude." Well, th- what one thing you and I have in common, which I love writing with you for this reason, is the ability to just, if it feels good, go. And like when I'm when I'm with him, I think I think some people overthink the whole process too much. When I'm with him, I'm just gonna spit out ideas, no, man, you're, and yeah. something will catch Craig, and then Craig will do what Craig does, which is run like and you know somebody might just you don't know craig or if you're new or you see a guy go out and just he's smoking a cigarette maybe you're in the middle of fucking talking and go out and smoke a uh, cigar i mean and then just wait he's gonna we, me and uh me and morgan talked about this yesterday you're gonna come back in with probably the verse and the chorus now man,
1: what, 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 what i love that. though is, is in last time we wrote which is what last week or the week before yeah I was, I, I get, I get there like five minutes late and I love it cause, cause we're, we're Grady. he already has a little track going. And I was like, well, man, I already got a flow thing. Oh, cool. So I just go in there and sit down and put it in rib. And he just starts this thing like, you know, we met in the bar, and all that kind of stuff and all that. Kind of, and then, and then, and perfectly, he totally, he totally gets the color in the soul of a track. So this chorus beats going on and he doesn't really know what's going on there, but it gets right to the end where it drops out and hits that flat after the chorus and he goes, butterflies. And it was like, what? A, you're, you're you're you're. There's this. You're talking about meeting this girl at a bar and everything, and all of a sudden it's like butterflies. It was like, how that? Like how? How do we get? And so basically, I was sort of like, okay, I want to keep everything he said intact, but how can we do that? And so and
0: this is where genius and, shows,
1: and, and, shows up. And 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 so we just kind of throw in this at the end of it because because it's about like. Instead of going to the bar now, I'm 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 going to this little, little house off of the highway, you know, with a quarter mile driveway, and all this kind of stuff, and then it just says chase some butterflies, and so at the end of the first course, you're just like, whatever, and so and and my, my big thing was like, I, I don't want to get into this, but we just like so when I when I first saw it and everything, and and all it says in the second verse is something about I saw those little wingtips peeking out of her because she had walked by. And so now I'm chasing butterflies, but just that one little dude. That's what I'm saying, like, like, bro.
0: I'm just like mindlessly freestyling, and Craig comes in. And he's like, "No, there's a story, crazy, uh, crazy." The next day, uh, we we flew to Arizona. We were about to go do, uh, I think it was Country Thunder, and there was a chick getting off the airplane who had butterfly tattoo coming up out, like literally, she had like four butterflies going across the low end of her back there, and. Uh, and Morgan leaned in. He said, "Who's that?" And I said, "That's somebody's problem." No, I was just kidding. <laughs> no, no, but but I, no, but I did. I walked. I walked up. I go. I go. I, don't, I know this is weird, but I literally wrote a song called "Butterflies" yesterday about a chick with butterfly tattoo, and she was like. Hell yeah! She's like, it was for me. But but but, but, that, just, but, if but, but that was you. Thank you.
1: But that's just it. Back during the back during the Bro Country time, there's so many people like you know, Panama City license plate and all that stuff. But I like how is that another it, word for a tramp oh, stamp? Oh, yeah, Panama pa-
0: City license plate. Oh I'm, yeah, all that. Oh, you dude, kept saying that, but I never heard oh, that. Dude, there's, there's, I finally put it together.
1: Well, back when you were being a rap rap star, me back here on Country Patrol, the Bro Country, there's so much about the but you know both yeah. of them all that kind of stuff. I just like the fact that we. The song wasn't about that. It just right. kind of skirted around that and never made an issue, which for me was like it was like, this is so cool. We're actually singing about this whole thing. Yeah,
0: and, and, whole really, song's and outside chasing. of the
1: title of the song and one line in the second verse, nothing. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I dug so that, that's, man. I dig that shit. So where that's we get
0: where we can go and right write though, I I just love it so much. I mean, we when I say we as songwriters, I think. It's easy to complicate things. Oh. Because even especially when you know that in our genre, it's the simple songs that get massive. I mean, you think the the why did not think of that? And then you know, you got a thousand people within a three mile radius every day trying to write the simple but complex and a new way of writing there's like what three things to write about in country yeah, music yeah, one, and then
1: life love and death <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah and then yeah.
0: and you figure out how to do it every day and then only a fraction of those get on radio and a smaller fraction get get to go number 1 this podcast brought to you by Manscaped. Ho, ho, ho. Gentlemen, the holidays came early here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give yourself or someone who needs it the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use the code EARNEST for 20% off and free shipping. Jingle balls to the walls, my guys. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's possible for you to have Santa's beard in your pants. Inside the performance package 4.0, you'll find a signature lawnmower 4.0. The electric trimmer has propi- the the electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin safe technology to reduce. Cuts on your nuts, cuts, cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. This is true. It's like a gift to your partner with less mess. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 includes the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver, and Anti Chafing Ball Deodorant. God damn it. An Anti Chafing Ball Deodorant, Moisturizer. The tone, dude. All I know is words are doing this right now. <laughs> Look, get 20% off of free shipping with the code EARNEST, ERNEST at manscaped.com. The 20% off, uh, how many number ones do you have? I think 40, 41, upwards. I don't know. I, 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 I think know I got, the and then the Walker
1: Hayes just called me. Uh, no, no, no. Not Walker Hayes, um, Carl. Hayes, Carl. God, too many. All these, these hazes are everywhere. <laughs> Hayes, Carl. I, I, I'm I, in I, a
0: haze. Might have a,
1: <laughs> might have a, might have an americana number one with him. Who's? I, mean, I met him. I met him just as a. Anyway, anyway. Uh, no, I'm, 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 an, I'm, I'm at, I'm at like thirty number ones.
0: Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> That's
1: insane. My point is... If when I I'm think about it, it does make me want to take a nap. Because it's like... Because everyone every was its own journey up the mountain. I mean, you know. Yeah. As, as, you, as you well know now, like, the first one can kind of fall in your lap. In fact, it should. Because you should be kind of lost in it. But then second and third, and you start realizing... Because cause then, then you're thinking, like, oh, this is going to happen just like automatic. And then yeah, all of a sudden yeah. it's like, oh, shit, it's not happening automatic. Yeah. And... Oh, you realize that everyone is seriously—you could almost kind of write at least a mini novella.
0: Everyone's of, a miracle every, away. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dude. Well, it's even just, the guaranteeds or even oh. the guaranteeds are miracles. By the time they go, because like the getting, in my experience of four, the getting to top twenty is like that's the that's yeah, the man. gut crank and then and then you feel like you can maybe like start to breathe a little bit if it gets into top 20 top 15 but then once it gets to top five it's a whole new like well, but oh, and, anything and, and, can and, and, happen
1: yeah I, i'm really glad that you 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 called out bobby bones and you got him talking on on, 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 on he on, spoke
0: well on that on,
1: on, on, yeah on that whole number one game because we all know that we, we we all know that the actual number one the, that's why i try to tell so many young songwriters if we had well, or our guy Draxon, you know, Drag, Yeah. Matt Draxon, he had a he had an FGL song that might that might have uh, sipping on fire that maybe was going to stall it too if they couldn't get the one in front of it. And he was just devastated, and it was just like, "Dude, I was like, I'm just trying to tell you, it's like, and especially after I started because I used to be a performing songwriter a lot. I went all over the place and stuff, and you really learn. So you go to different regions and stuff. You could play. A couple of number ones, like something I had on Lone Star, something like that. And everybody's like, oh, that's nice. That's not nice. Mm-hmm. Then you start a song that maybe got to 15 here. You start it, and all of a sudden people are in yes. some region. Yes. Because yes. there, they were spinning it, dude. Yeah. They friggin' that was that's that was their shit. That was their jam. Yeah. And you finally do start realizing that. And then you read those those things like James Taylor only had like like with Aerosmith, their first number one was finally back. Oh I mean, damn it, I was crying when I oh no, the uh, the baby I close your eyes, Right. But that was their, I, first, was their number first one. That was their first number one. I and had you no realize idea like that. that's crazy. holy shit, those guys were number one in my friggin' bedroom on in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah. For the summer of, of yeah. summer of nineteen seventy nine, man, those just yeah. were complete number one. So yeah, you start realizing that whole, yeah, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and yeah, we Bobby spoke on it well, and we don't have to get into all of it. But the point is, you've had a lot of hits, and I just want to say, me personally, and where I'm at, like you are the you are the greatest role model, and. I speak for other people. You're the greatest role model because you and I was talking about this yesterday, um, not on the podcast. I was talking with someone yesterday about how I can guarantee other than a chunk of the year when you when you go vacation, when you're working, there's a good chance if I'm not writing that day, you are. And you yeah, you yeah. you you put in the same work now as you did. Bef- I, I would assume before you had your first number one. And you just that that light to fire in my ass and everybody in this building you set the tone in this building, which is the coolest building in Nashville to be a part of the coolest, the coolest company to be a part of, because um, I just think you set the tone for pushing the envelope and working to do so. So getting to, like, come up. And I consider you a mentor, but also like a great drinking friend, oh. <laughs> <You know>? oh, <laughs> like man. a mentor yeah. I can drink with. Like, no, nah, I'm not going to mm. be around Craig at a show and he won't keep a Bud Light in my hand. Uh, but, yeah. But, but seriously, um, thank you for the tone you have set and the bar you have set for all of us, not just in this publishing house, but like motherfuckers want to be like Craig Wiseman. Dude. Uh. Well, and a good time. And look at you. Like I said, dude, I started wearing Hawaiian shirts because you were wearing Hawaiian shirts. It's like, Daw, what kind of swag is that? I'm just going to add and throw some Gucci flip flops in there. And then he shows up today wearing Hawaiian shirts. Big, loud shirt, publishing company. How do you think you got the name? Big loud, sir. To my my wife, I, cause, cause, uh, as you know, if you
1: have music catalogs and you hit, hit another error, they're like, well, you need another company, you know, to differentiate it, to differentiate that group of copyrights from this. You need, it needs to operate under And this is all behind the scenes. It's, you know, just the name of this business that's behind it. And so you go through all these, you know, different publishing iterations. Or if something changes, like, well, yeah, i got to think of another name for my publishing company. <laughs> and finally, I, I this is my third or fourth one by then. I told my wife, I was like, What's it gonna be called? Big loud shirt. That's you. I was like, so I had a big loud shirt industries because, like, in Mississippi, there'd be like this place out on the edge of town that like sold like 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 like, like, like recap tires and stuff. But it'd always be like R&L Tires Industries or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. man, that's a lot of corrugated rusty corrugated metal for industries. <laughs> for but an okay, industry, okay. Oh uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So. Yes, yeah, the big loud shirt, and I just turned into big loud. And now everything's just big loud, dude. Big loud. Yeah, yeah. we are big loud. Dum duh, dum duh, dum <laughs> dum dum. <laughs> yeah, but no, but you but, and you know the weird thing is the whole time, <laughs> thank God, some other you know God sent me some other people in this mix because you know you're thinking you're making all these influences and stuff, but it yes, yeah, several years ago it became where people were just like because all that stuff I wanted to do. People just think how how mastermindy I am and stuff like that. That was complete nonsense. It was all just, it really was just that thing of, man, you're just here, you're working. Yeah. And Ro- Rodney and Chris, when they first got here, they figured out like, holy crap, dude, like you're, you're not, you're not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. You're co- not just
0: big boss man sitting up. Uh, no. You are puffing a cigar, but you're <laughs> in the middle of writing a song. So what, what year did you, what year did you, all right, kind of give me. I'm gonna eventually want to get back to like hey, all the way back to your.
1: I, I'm not giving any more of the shit away because I'm keeping the rest of I want to look at don't even look at it,
0: dude. I want to get back to what like a fourteen year old Craig Wiseman was doing, but talk let's talk <laughs> about the big loud like year one what what's what was the few months leading up to starting Big Loud, and what was year one like so, for so, you? so so I could tell you this.
1: so I broke in nineteen ninety. I signed with uh, a, uh, Almo Irving, which is AM Records uh, publishing branch. Uh, kind of a famous l- little small boutique house, which that's where I kind of broke my mm-hmm. teeth. It was a smaller place. David Conrad and all those guys, but it had like Kent Robbins and, Man- and Mike Reed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's living with Paul Kennerly. He'd turn in three songs a year and, and, and every one of them would be a single, you know, right, right, and all that stuff. You know, wow. Hillbilly Rock and all that kind of stuff. Wow. He's one of those guys that just would spend two months making a two chord demo. In his basement, and he'd go buy seven guitars to get it right. You know, wow. he would fly to L.A. to buy to buy one of Jimi Hendrix guitars. Who, did, who is him this a guy named Paul Kennerly. I Oh, look him up, dude. I mean, he freaking yeah. I'd he
0: school he, me and,
1: and, and a British dude. Hello, Craig. Hello, I mean, Craig. and proper British. Not not not. How not old from a, you? Were you like twenty-three? Twenty, uh, No, no. I by the time I, I, I signed there, I was twenty six. Yeah, twenty six, twenty seven. But yeah, like I've been playing drums and bars, dude. I know that. Yeah, I did ten years of six and seven nights a week. Yeah, yeah. You so, yeah, get so, sure. so I was over there and stuff. Um, thank God I was doing my own thing. I had this little weird, my own little Fostex reel to reel recorder and stuff. And I was trying to kind of write the Nashville shit, but you know all these guys, these Paul, you know these these once again these these Kent Blay, these uh, these uh, these Kent Robbins and all these kind of guys when I mean, they're writing this kind of straight stuff, so I'm trying to write that stuff with them. And meanwhile, I was going home and doing these funky weird demos, mm-hmm. you know. And thank God I was in my second year of my deal, and you could already tell. Back then, you'd sign a three year deal, they would drop you after two. Yeah. yeah. And I was in my I was in that second year, and nothing was. Nothing was happening. No holes, no nothing. Yeah. Thank God, though, trying to figure out something for me. David Conrad, <clears throat> I came up to the publishing company one day, and Barry Beckett was walking out, who was one of the, because I do not really know country, right? but Barry Beckett, who was a famous producer, one of the Muscle Shoals guys. He, he was the guy that played piano right. on old-time rock and roll and shit. I mean, this guy, he cut everything. I mean, this guy was freaking nuts. Serious. I mean, look up Barry Beckett. I mean, dude. I don't even know how many Grammys the shit he won, but all that Muscle Shoals stuff. And I'm walking up, and Barry Beckett's coming out. David goes, here's a young man now. And Barry goes, hey, Craig, nice to meet you. And everything. I'm like, Mr. Beckett, very nice to meet you. Um. So that Sunday, I'll never forget. So, so that Sunday, I'm at home. My phone rings. Pick it up. Craig, this is Barry Beckett. And I was like, Todd, quit must we me, dude. <laughs> and and I, I hear the sound in the background. I was like, Barry? He goes, yeah. He goes, he goes, I said, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just out here playing my trains. And it went, but it turns out, as I got to know him, he had a three-car garage that he had turned into. He had one of those railroad land things because he had an unlimited budget, obviously. But he had the little the waterfalls and the trains and the conductor that would come out with a lot yeah, dude, yeah, he had yeah, all yeah. that shit yeah. because of course he'd friggin, yeah, he yeah he literally he would go buy hobby shops as they went out of business to just get all their train shit it was i mean three car garage that's a lot of that's room a, it's a big garage and i mean dude it was all tra- anyway i say I like to say he called me and he just goes man i'm just out here and i can hear something in the background i figure out like that's one of my demos. Not even one of my nice demos I did downtown. One of my home demos. I hadn't even bought a guitar tuner yet. Mm-hmm. So they were rough, dude. <laughs> they were <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really rough. <laughs> and he goes, oh, i hear here listening to your demos. He goes, man, I just want to tell you, he goes, don't change nothing, man. It's coming right at you. And I'm just like, oh, you going to cut anything? And he goes, no, I had not got anybody to cut it on yet. He goes, but I'm just telling you, it's coming right at you. And, dude, it was that was a Sunday. I think I went down to my studio I don't think I slept until Wednesday morning. I was just like cranking stuff out. And within six or seven months he found a band called Confederate Railroad, cut a couple of my things on them. They had that they had that trashy women and all that kind of stuff. That yeah, that yeah, album yeah. that's back when people sold albums, that album went like double, triple platinum. I had two or three hundred percenters on it.
0: Dude, the money you so the money you'd make off a album cut in the nineties. Oh no. Oh. Would be similar to like a number one now, probably.
1: Well, it, it, it had have to sell a lot, but you would totally make, depending on well, just the math because back then I mean it was less than everything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you'd make if, if it went platinum. If you had an album cut, you make depending on how many co writers twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. Got gotcha,
0: you, got gotcha. you. You know, so but still, I mean, so Jesus.
1: so so a double platinum, you know, fifty, sixty, eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, you know. And yeah. which is good for me because I had actually I was a I was that weird guy because my draw was like thirteen thousand dollars a year, <laughs> yeah. so I was that weird guy that before I ever before I was ever getting airplane checks I was getting mechanical checks for like holy shit look at that man yeah and you know so I mean I had like a song on like Dina Carter's that I shaved my legs for this seven million records and I was like. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Time for that cocaine habit I've always dreamed about. (laughs) We can finally (laughs) try
0: cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. What are you doing today? Finally starting Um, the cocaine habit.
1: Man, I I, I got, I got, I got, I get two o'clock.
0: Man, I'm booked. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go. Where were you living?
1: I had a. um, I was lucky because I had a little place in Mississippi that I sold and had a little bit of money from that. So I bought a house. I was in Priest Lake I had this old uh, VA, uh, VA assumable loan. I got this little house. I kind of figured out that I can get this house with a roommate. I had a guy that wanted me to be my roommate. Like I could actually live here for $30 less a month with the roommate than for the apartment. Yeah. So. yeah. Who was your roommate? <laughs> my first roommate was with a guy named Dave Dunseith, who ended up be, who who is now, um, uh, drummer and everything, so, so oh cool. So, so y'all so,
0: both were doing the thing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So both of we it had a lower. It was a split level ranch. Had a lower, and we had nothing but drum sets down there and stuff, yeah, and yeah. the a recorder
0: in in the corner. Yeah, yeah. God, did y'all have y'all have neighbors that put up with y'all playing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, the, this room was good because because it, 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 was, so it was like was a down. below yeah. ground. Yeah, was yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. Above, about half submerged. So gotcha. yeah, yeah. So it was good. It's but, like a, but, but, a six. But, it had but, like a
0: bomb shelter. It but, was also, a 60's house but also, problem.
1: but also, but you also, know, you know, at the time he was playing too. So it, the evenings, I mean, dude, we were we were rocking. All, yeah, yeah, we, we were making noise at, in bars yeah, and Broadway. stuff. Yeah. Are you playing Broadway bars, dude? There was no. That's not trying that's to tell what, people. Well, dude, dude we we'll ever we'll do it? Dude, dude, so I moved. <laughs> I'm, I moved to town in '85. Um, I, I was dropped out of college, came here '85, 21 years old. And, dude, I try to tell people, like, the Country Music Hall of Fame was up there, kind of where the Irish pub is at the top of the roundabout and everything. Yeah. yeah. There was no downtown Broadway, literally. A third of it was closed. A third of it was 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 porn porn pizza. shops was, 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 was porn shops, and then the but but you know Ernest Tab Record Shop, Robert's Western World, Tootsie's were
0: all there. And Acme feed and seed was an actual Acme feed. and oh, ab, it was feed ab, and seed. Absolutely. Oh,
1: meet me at Acme.
0: It's I'm, like, no, okay. What are you getting? Some fucking corn feed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, 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 I'm telling you, people cannot believe when I tell. And then back then too, all the way up until all the way until the mid '90s. Or early nights, anyway, like you didn't go downtown at night because cause the cops left it alone, too. It was so, I'll tell you, how, tell you how bad crime was, though, back then, because when, when, the times about to change now. As soon as it starts getting bright, the banks, because the banks were still there, the, the high rise and stuff, they would let the girls go at four o'clock during the dark time so they could get to their car and get out of downtown before it got dark. That was downtown. I mean, dude, it was friggin'
0: So, where were you playing gigs?
1: I was. Uh, it's so I, <laughs> if,
0: if not on. Broadway. No, no. no
1: they actually, so there was none of that music scene. So, actually, my my, my first gig was in Madison. This place called Smeraldo's. I was actually, so here, here's my, So I was having to go to the real country. This bar that was ahead of its time on. Oh, Oh, my God, on Trinity. Right there at 65 in Trinity.
0: The first Remember night the I wa- starlight Was the Starlight there? Starlight Inn? Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Did you know that my birth... I found out that my birth... You know, because you got us Ancestry.com... This is a short little sidetrack, but you got us Ancestry.com. I found out. I found my blood half-brothers, my birth birth mom. I found out that my birth grandmother or grandfather started the Starlight Inn. They owned, that My blood owned... The Starlight Inn. Wow. And my birth mom managed it or whatever for forever.
1: I thought you were going to say you figured out you were conceived there. Like, it's a wonder you're not... I might hey, have hey, been,
0: man. Hey, who's hey, say, who's hey, to say I wasn't?
1: Add <laughs> another room. So, Kevin, <laughs> Keith, Snow, Ernest, and then room six. <laughs> room so, number six. Room, <laughs>
0: room, room six. Yeah, I know. All right. So, anyways, okay. So, you are playing gigs in Madison.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well. So, so, I was going to the real country. The first night, I so, saw... Here I am from Mississippi. Now I've been playing, but I, 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 so I go to the place of the real country, what's right there on, and it was every bit of Trinity Lane is just now starting to maybe Trinity Lane or Dickerson Road held out. They stayed there, crime ridden true to themselves. I mean, through through all this boom.
0: Dickerson Road is this go there. No pun (laughs) intended.
1: It's Dickerson Road. No pun intended. So, (laughs) so, 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 first night I walk in, So you go in the bar, there was a payphone right by the door. Okay, kids, we used to have these things called payphones. Okay. Anyway, we'll circle back to that. But there's a guy on the payphone right when I walk in the door, like going, You guys got to come here. There's a guy beside him. Uh, So, I mean, this is all right. Seriously, this is my first night in town. and I'm just like, man, Nashville, it's just amazing. It's just going it's just where the angels weep. It's gonna be great. So I'm walking in this bar, There's a guy on a payphone. He's trying to get an ambulance to come because his buddy's over there with him. He'd just been knifed in the parking lot and was holding his intestines in.
0: No. I hate when that happens. And I'm like, seriously.
1: Hey, you got a cut, dude? No, sorry. sorry, sorry. Hey, congrats like, on your first gun, <laughs> <cut. laughs> dude. Seriously, he's holding, and I'm Give just like,
0: bit,
1: yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah. So I go go to the back there, but it it is where the musicians would go. And what would happen with the band is the, the the guy that ran the band was a guy named Larry. It was very very cool. And so it was the house band all night long, but the last set he let all these different musicians get up, and it was almost just like here's a chance for you to kind of you know, show that you can kind of do the thing. Also, man, check this out. Somehow this guy had a connection. He had gotten a hold of all these old. He it was a Great American Country GAC had just come out with, with those videos and stuff. MTV had, had launched in '81, right, of course. Thirty and then this 31 guy was getting started. all the had gotten all these nashville now and and uh hee-haw things and it had all these tvs everywhere that mm-hmm. would just show those music things you know it was kind of to be such a backward dive bar there were some things about it because in all those things you're kind of like oh that's really cool because it wasn't videos that were made it was just anyway it was really weird and so i got up there and um so i get up with the band last set and do nothing and i just be with whoever we all get up there and the Larry guy, he he finally is going like, man. He goes, you know, you do good. He goes, okay, a buddy of mine. So then, a guy named Jan, he was a he was a blind keyboard player, and he played. Might have, there was some. Oh, Johnny Paycheck's band was there. So I was hearing all those stories there mm-hmm. so here i am just a kid coming from church camp mississippi walking down the guys holding some testes in then i meet johnny paychecks band, and i'm hearing all those stories that are now famous on tales from the tour bus. yes they are oh my god so
0: <laughs> so, so life so, comes at you fast
1: so jan <laughs> He just goes, uh so one night man, I'll never forget so after about two or three weeks that, he, I get in there and Jay just go, Hey Craig. Uh he said, sorry, I don't mean to he, he, but he was blind and he just sort of had that he had that thing. He goes, hey hey Craig. Hey man, um buddy of mine, um, he's got a band at uh, up in Madison and uh man, uh I told you play play really good drums, man, and uh he and and they're looking for their their guy's gonna go on the their guy was gonna go on the road with somebody and he said he, he, he goes he goes he goes uh you, you want to go, go up there and try out man and i was like yeah i'd love to he, he I, I, I where's that he goes he goes yeah man it's up in madison man it's uh i was trying to think like madison madison he goes yeah just with the highway man you turn here I was like oh yeah you take a ride at the water tank <laughs> and all of a sudden i went oh shit because guy was uh I don't know, but anyway, uh, you got to yeah. And I was like, <laughs>
0: "Oh, you take her right to the water thing!"
1: <laughs> oh, god, dude, <laughs> dude. So, <That's> okay. <laughs> so, but he literally he gave me he gave me directions right to the place. I go up there, try out for the band, and I got a gig. And dude, this was back when there were there were no gigs, and I got my I got I got my first gig seven nights a week. Six hour nine to three, seven nights a week, six hours a night, twenty-five dollars a night. Dude, and it took and it cost me five dollars in gas. Diminished chord. It, it it cost me five dollars, five dollars in gas to get there and back from where I was when I was eleven. Dude. Okay.
0: So let that be a message to young songwriters who I have mentioned on this podcast before, and I get messages like, "Man, what do I got to do to get my foot in the Everything, door? Everything, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Move here, go to Madison, play seven nights a week for 20 well,
1: well, Well, the thing is, people don't understand, there wasn't this live scene like that. The Probably the most vibrant live scene was up and down Nolensville Road. Oh, yeah. That was, that, was, that was the only place that probably had eight or nine bars with bands. And that was all just local, so actually had this gig here, and then thank God, after six months, the guy that owned a club in Hendersonville, the only club in Hendersonville, the, the 11th frame is part of the eye, but it was kind of... It was, a, it was a nice. It was kind of a nightclub. Yeah. But because it was owned by, like, Orbison, Conway, Twitty, and a couple different people, they'd gotten some, you know, some love on the city council, so they had their own... Basically, they wanted... To, look, we want a bar up here. Mm-hmm. So the only bar there was at the time, there was all the liquor laws. Uh-uh. I mean, you, I don't think you can even buy beer in stores up there then. So... We went to Hendersonville, but it was thirty-five dollars a night, six nights a week, and I actually felt the ten-dollar a week raise. So, seven nights at twenty-five was one seventy-five. Six at thirty-five is one eighty-five. That's a tax bracket increase, dude. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Which allowed me to finally start going to songwriter clubs. So, yep. and by then the Bluebird was already an imitation of itself. So I was going to Douglas Corner. Uh huh. I finally, I finally got to go to Douglas Corner. My first night off. Sunday, I'm in Douglas Corner, Okay. and I always, I went to the back back there, and somebody introduced me like Craig just got to town, and and and, and old Merv there, he goes here man, and he hands me a Rolling Rock beer, and I still to this day, Rolling Rock was like this cool fancy, I just love yeah. Rolling yeah, Rock, him, you know, you yeah, ice cold Rolling Rock beer,
0: sending him, and I'm him watching these, room. and
1: I'm watching these guys, with this dude going around, I'll never forget, he was going around in a hoodie, but he's wearing a cowboy hat, and I was kind of like. Well, you know, you know, your head covering is already built into your garment, so the <laughs> cowboy hat's a bit of an overkill, don't you think? Don't you think? Don't you You're think? doing too much. So, so he finally gets up on stage, and so there was somewhere around that He gets up on stage with another couple of guys, and he just goes, I just want to thank everybody for, you know, as you guys know, I got my record deal, man. I really appreciate it. So and he had a milk crate. He goes, man, you guys just drop your, drop your cassettes, and I'm always willing to hear something. Got my record deal on Capitol. It's got to be Garth, Garth Brooks. It's got to be Garth, Garth Brooks. And sitting right beside him was this other guy, right. And at this point, I've been in town like seven or eight months, right? Because I'd done my gig for six months. I, I would literally, I'd play till three o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't get home till four. If I was doing something on the grove, I would just wait up and try to get home by two or three so I could sleep for a few hours. Nothing. Yep. There was a guy beside Garth. And he was like, I'll never forget, man. He's up there, and he he ran his guitar like through a chorus, and he was just doing that. He's one of those guys. That as soon as he starts playing, kind like a kind like a Tony Lane. Those guys, when they just start playing, you're immediately just woven in their web. You're in their little room with them. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they start, you're just sort of mesmerized. And this guy was totally that. He was like, now slow up, trying to make you laugh. we right down on the road." And I mean, this guy was just like, "Holy shit!" It was this guy. I think Garth sings a couple and everything, and then it finally comes back to him. And Looking back at the memory of mm-hmm. the dance we share, and I wish I didn't know. And it was Tony Arata, and he was singing the dance, and he finished singing the dance, and I'm just like, and Garth goes, man, somebody needs to cut that song one day. I look at somebody beside me, and I'm like going, what the fuck is that guy? Yeah. And I go, oh, it's Tony Arata, and I'm like, Who's your right for And They said, oh, he doesn't have a deal. I think he works at some printing shop or something. Huh. And I'll never forget, man, I drove home that night going, if that, if that guy can't get a deal, what hell am I doing in this town? That was probably the lowest, the only time I ever considered, and you know, I could get back, I could pack my shit up, and be rolling back to Hattiesburg, and be home for lunch seriously because i was just like because that i mean this shit was amazing i mean every song he sang i mean the dance was like an album cut for the other shit that he did it was just like and i mean it was just like oh my god dude i mean when you really hit uh, when you come across a heavy hitter for the first time you had no idea existed yeah and here's this guy doing this and it's just like wow
0: and um yeah well what'd you do i mean you didn't you obviously didn't go back to hattiesburg um did no, that did it, that it, light a fire under your ass to go into another gear or did, it, did it change your perspective of like so much great Because obviously man, I, I could never you know i could never
1: get jealous of somebody else's work but first off because it was so good it was just inspiring It was just my first, my first view of what happens here in town because everybody, because through the years with my success, people go like, "Anybody's albums you're looking forward to?" I was like, "Going, I'm looking forward to Chris Tompkins' next demo. I'm looking forward to Rodney's next demo. I'm looking forward to your next song." I was like, "As a songwriter, I'm not waiting on a on an album or an EP to drop. I'm there's certain guys. I want I want Hardy. I want to hear Hardy's last
0: batch. You get the the amount of yeah, like we like I was saying, the percentage of songs that y'all get to hear." is so small compared to like what just what between the two of us, what we have on our phone is Dude, some look, of yeah, my favorite I mean, songs, but they don't match. They don't link up with what And, and we get the green light for as artists. And, and,
1: and back then at the, at the, at the Douglas corner, you would go and then you just hear the stuff live. So you hear some of these guys and, and a lot of them were shit and everything, but some guys were just really just masters, just these, uh, but, but for me, like I said, it was such a, it was a, it was it was such a dichotomy of feeling that whole thing of holy shit I need to quit but the whole time I was like I don't ever want to get away from where this happens it was so beautiful yeah but at yeah, the yeah. same time so it did it, it inspired me and like man I want to write songs like that at the same time but you know at the same time though
0: so so here's another thing that they, they changed my life can I have another one of those seltzers yeah. <laughs> you said you did not want to give them away how You're many you got left you, got, them you have one left Kylie like, would, would you would you give me a would you get
1: yeah, me a beer? I'm no,
0: no, no. Here, here, here. No, 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 yeah, no. Here, there's cold beer in the refrigerator. I would wait. Wait. Where's the beer? Oh, is there beer? Yeah. Oh, let's let's great. drink
1: beer too. Can, can we smoke in here? Can we? No, we can't. Smoke. Yeah. Oh, didn't I just pass the smoking
0: ordinance? Didn't I? To Jacob, not to me. Oh yeah, to Jacob. <laughs> and you also got an air purifier right there. Oh yeah, smoke up. It's your building.
1: I'll smoke with you.
0: I just, two Bud Lights. You know, bring three beers of your choice.
1: I don't, I don't even, I don't even want to hear what my wife going to say about me having an air purifier right down here, just off the right cheek. There's just like, <laughs>
0: <Right. it's> <laughs> like <laughs> hey, did you ever have a moment like that? Like he's talking about in that bar where you were like, holy shit. Um, yeah. Uh, honestly, dude, you know what? Good question. This song has still probably, I don't know if it's ever been heard, but it's one of my favorite songs ever. When we were playing, when we used to do the listening room, like thank me you, and John. Mitchell and Andy oh, Albert. And, That's the wrong name. Uh, thank you. Darn. Me and Mitchell, Andy Albert, Devin Dawson, uh, a crew of us, you know, we'd always we'd play the listening room and whatever. There was a night Andy Albert played a song called Oil and Water. The song, it's not even, it's not out. Mm. I just know the, the, mm. the song, Mother, Father, Oil and Water. And that the the way that song landed that night opened a perspective of me, like to just be more cle- like be more clever and be don't be afraid to like cut deep. It, it was easy for me early on, especially coming from rapping. It was easy for me to like um, almost try to be too cute and quirky yeah, yeah. with with bars instead of like. Storytelling and landing—that's why, like songs, like we talk about, like flower shops and stuff. Now, where I'm at now, that's as much of a masterpiece to me as being able to fit 300 words into a vert into yeah. 16 bars. Oh, you dude. know, like, oh. it's more more so because it, because w- what got us here was talking about. Good ways to write simple songs and like don't uh, and not overthink, but you have to think. It's like it- you ever hear the uh,
1: you, you ever hear the thing when, when when Petty was just the biggest guy in the world. He was some interview and he was just like, on and the guy just goes, "Man, you know, you know, you know, it's it's really wild how you continue to have success. You know, just just those simple songs. I mean, it's just so easy." And and Petty goes, "Really? You should try it sometime." Mm. And it's like, "Yeah, like yeah." So you're gonna captivate the world literally do a do a frigging word count. You're going to captivate the world with 40... Think of all the words that exist. The 2 million, 3 million. Okay, so pick the 48. Mm. The 48 that are going to change the world. They're going to own the summer. The 48 words that are going to own the summer.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, I ain't dude. even thought of it like that. Dude, it's like,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the odds seem very thin right now. What was your first number one? What went like at what at what point? Obviously, you got moments, you got cuts, and all that. But like, when was it? Like, you, you get to call your mom and be like, "I got number one."
1: yeah. So, so Beckett was started cutting me you on know, Confederate. Started cutting Confederate River. they were on Atlantic. And, but the big. The big boom in Atlantic was Tracy Lawrence. And my alibi, then Lord, no, but I said it because he actually, he actually interviewed me for his radio
0: show about two or three weeks ago. We and to talk to him, I got drunk with Tracy Lawrence on Mitchell Timpany's bus about three months ago. And that was, that was a good night for me, too. I, Tracy Lawrence, dude, legend.
1: <laughs> it's probably his first drinking experience. No, so, so, so,
0: <laughs> I know it was mine. <laughs>
1: um, so Atlantic, so I, I guess they they kind of got to know me over there, and so I'd written a song with uh, Paul, and, and so and here's so here's another thing that happened to me. So for you young writers, do, do do songwriters watch this show? Oh yes. kids, yes. okay, kids, They so, go watch this one. So so check, th- <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. So I'd been a drummer, right? I could barely play guitar and everything, so I just show up and all these guys back then. A track guy was a guy that could play guitar really good. Seriously, <laughs> just like a track guy now. I was yeah. trying to tell somebody, like, no, back then it was a dude who could just blaze and play all kind of shit. That was your track guy. Yeah. They're just they're throwing out stuff just like a track guy. Yeah. They're throwing out stuff like, oh, no, Hook, no, that, guitar, that, yeah, 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 yeah Brad that. Brad Warren that. was a track guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You just stop, no, no, play that lick, play that lick, and just hold the four, hold the four, and you start building a song. Yeah. So, it's so, it's and I was a horrible guitar player, right? So... I was in so this guy named Dave Gibson was right with me. I love Dave; he was a great guy. He was gonna he he got a, he got a deal. He got an album deal, right? We, so I went to a number one party. Back then, I go to a number one parties. It was free food and free booze. Yeah, I right. would stay until it was me and like somebody cleaning up, and I would just be the whole time. I would just be like grabbing beer and getting food. <laughs> and so I was at a number one party with all my with with with, with all these guys, and Paul Nelson was this guy who's in Tracy Lawrence's camp. One of those guys that was all about the business of songwriting, right? And so David, him and Dave, they wrote a bunch. They wrote some great songs, too. God, Ships That Don't Come In. They wrote Diffie's Ships That Don't Come In. Oh, wow. Which if you ever want to, you want a a classic country, great song, listen to Ships That Don't Come In. It's just friggin'
0: Yeah.
1: It's it's only our illusions to bring us to this bar. Ah hang up these old crutches and compare each other's scars man come on dude anyway <laughs> so so they're in the back of the party and paul looks at at, at dave and he, he goes well i guess i've lost my monday rider you got a record deal now and dave goes yeah yeah and dave walks away and i look at paul and i'm like i would love to be your monday rider man and he goes really yeah. he goes all right firehall monday so sony records they have the fire little writing and he goes firehall monday i'm like, "Yes." So, I show up like an hour and a half early. I'm sure. I mean, I've washed all the coffee cups and shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, rearranged the furniture a few times. Went and bought some candles. You know, I was like, okay, okay. So, and he walks in with a spiral notebook, <clears throat> pops it on the table. I'm like, oh, um, so do you? He was like, no, I, man, I don't, shit, I don't even own a guitar. Okay, <laughs> musical director Craig Wise and at your service. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm getting out my guitar and I'm just like, "Oh wow, dude!" So this is a guitar. So I'm. I'm <laughs> we wrote one or two songs, but then and so how many lessons I learned here from this, and our first and about our third song was probably "If the Good Die Young," which basically. I just want to do something. So from all those Hey. Hey. Good that's, morning. That's nice stuff. It'll so, happen. So anyway. So um another thing going to Douglas Corner was, and dude, seriously, this is the mid and late eighties. These hit songwriters thought nothing of Four guys in the round. They go around four times. This is sixteen songs, right? My math is correct. And I mean, never in all ballads. This is yeah. back when, like, forever and ever, amen would have been would, would have been speed metal
0: yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, they go around four times, and so me being a drummer, I couldn't help but like my live performance. Being like, dude, if you were a band, you guys would starve to death. So my thing was like, all I want to write are up tempo songs, strictly just as a drummer, because it turns out that's how I met Dave Gibson. I'd write up tempo stuff. And just have fun and just be writing fast stuff. So they didn't invite me. So I was doing rounds with Dave Gibson and 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 um, dude, man, uh, Russell, uh, it's all, all 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 the Grammy winning guys because I was basically yeah. just I was the Kramer. I was a comedy relief. Yeah. Because <laughs> at least at least they had the sense like, well, just bring Craig because that, that way they'll, they'll be one up tempo thing. And that way we can keep doing ballads. And so all I was doing was was w- wanting to write up tempo. So with Paul, so I just had the same. I just started hammering the E, you know, digga digga, and. I kinda told it was a it was a bit of a bastardization of a true story of my family, because my father was a pilot. We'd travel a bunch during the summer and and we, we would we would take weekend trips and stuff. He had to go fly somewhere, we go with him. We went to church one time with the time change coming up. It always makes me think of my mm-hmm. dad. And we got to church an hour early. Cause this is back before there was all the internet stuff. I mean, like the T V would tell you, like give you a week's notice that Change time's gonna change next Sunday and then you wouldn't hear shit about it. Yeah, yeah, it'd be in the yeah, newspaper.
0: You, you just had better oh, yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd
1: be in the newspaper or something. Yeah. So we get to church, we're an hour early. And I'm just thinking like, well, let's just go home now immediately. And Mom's just like, well, what just you have you kind of have a donut with the deacons or something. I'm like,
0: a uh, donut with the deacons. That's my next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> donut, <laughs> donut, donuts, donuts, donuts with the deacons. deacons.
1: <laughs> So I'm just like, so mom and dad go in. I go out, there. there's some woods behind the church, and there's like this berm up to the Methodist parking lot. And I figured out that I can go out there, and there's a vine off of this tree that I can grab and get up on that berm and swing out like Tarzan. I got this kind of new suit that I'm wearing, this gray. I remember it was gray. I to it. So yeah. It wasn't black. I had a gray suit. Yeah. Mom comes up to get me. And I'm like, hey, mom, I'm watching. I swing out there on that vine, and it snaps right when she's watching. I go crashing through the underbrush. Come out, I've I've torn I've torn my little I have a little tear right there in the most obvious spot. My mother my it was one of those cool times. My mother was about to friggin' have a corner. Have and my ad. my dad was trying to not last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, one of those yeah, cool yeah. times. Yeah. So Good Die Young is a bit of a kind of it was Sunday morning, I was seven years old in the back. So just one of those things. Yeah. So here's what I learned two things from that. And everybody said Dude, man, the, the music is so great. Like, like is that you playing? Like, you know, what'd you do? I was like, because the things that cause, So here's what I learned as a songwriter from that. Because <sighs> you think, and everybody, especially when anybody comes to music, you're just like, I'm, I'm sure Mozart was like, oh, my God, there's all this shit I can't do. It, that can be a strength, the fact that you don't know what you're doing. And so, therefore, you can't do it like you're supposed to do it. And therefore, you just end up doing it like you wind up doing it. I mean, you're, you're the textbook of that shit of, of, I mean, you know, so between, so, so in one song, I was just playing guitar and, and just doing the scene. It was just nice and simple and stupid. And then also I was autobiographical, telling my own story some, yep. and to reinforce all that stuff of, of tell the truth, tell, don't write, tell, tell. tell. And so even but so even whenever you're writing something, even whenever you're making something up, that's what I love about that's why that's what I always loved about you, because you write with your heart, and you're a guy who's in love and you and you and you're in love with the idea of
0: love. Yes. So
1: right in the middle of all this rap stuff and everything, all of a sudden here comes a couple of lines that are like, man, that's kind of sweet, man. That's kind of <laughs> holy shit, that's kind of nice. So there's that of of reveal yourself and so many people want to put up all this shit they invent, and I get it when you're young and you have an imagination, oh you want to use that, you want to use sure, that, but it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. man, don't be making shit up because as we all know, the only the, the general public, they are a lot smarter than a lot of people want to give them credit, and they
0: certainly sense authenticity. You know what I've been craving? raising canes. I like canes so much because you uh, you can make your own meal, you can sub extra toast or extra coleslaw. I prefer extra coleslaw, whatever you feel like. The sweet tea is legendary. Throw a little vodka in it, call it a day. The sweet tea is legendary, and the cane sauce is amazing. I make it a point to stop at one anytime I can. If I'm coming through Knoxville, good luck. Can- tough day to be at Canes, because I'm coming through and running game on Canes. Uh, they have canes all over the place, but most importantly, they are coming to Nashville in 2022. I'm personally stoked about this one. I'll be there every day. If you want to find me, go to canes in Nashville. Um, it'll give the chicken places a run for their money. There's several chicken places, Tough day to beat any other chicken place. Nashville listeners, if you've never heard of Cane's, you don't know what's coming, but you're about to. Uh, They have locations all over the U.S. so far. Knoxville, Southern California. They're all around Arizona. Locations across the entire state of Texas. I don't know if you've heard. It's a big state. Uh, I actually saw that they're hiring, so potentially needing to get a job at Cane's if this shit falls through. I heard that they're hiring potentially need to get a gig if this thing falls through. Keynes <laughs> is actually born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good chicken leads to good football, which leads to great times. Whenever I see posts about them on social media, my mouth waters. You should definitely check it out. Canes. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. Nothing like a little mouth gum. You still had an answer what your first number one was.
1: Oh, it was that It's oh, a Good Die oh Young. Good, it's a Good day Young. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did.
0: Okay, I see. Now I see. Is that... Okay, I was about to say, but okay, go ahead. I was going to say, Craig, if after 30 number ones, like, is that how you continue to not fall into a pattern of just I'm doing the same thing over and over again? You just try to keep it as authentic and intelligent as you
1: it's can? The, it's these guys. So, so the whole thing, so let's cut to... So, 10 years at Alamo Irving, a and a- a- Records Publishing Company, from 90 to 2000. I probably had seven or eight number ones, about 200 cuts. I mean, I was getting 30, 30
0: cuts a year. That's also, just so you know, that is being on fire. <laughs> That's yeah, hot. Yeah. That's hot as shit. So, um... Anyways.
1: So, but then... But, but the, 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 they sold AM Records, they sold the Publishing Company, the time to sell a catalog. Um... I ended up going to BMG, which was RCA then. The BMG everybody knows now is a different entity than the BMG that was anyway, – like yeah, that yeah. matters. But, um, yeah, so so I ended up going over there, but I realized – so I've been the kid at at, at Alamo Irving, right? I've been – I'm way the kid, like, by 20 years. I mean, everybody else was 45 or 50, and I was 26, 27. So all of a sudden I go over there, and it turned out now I'm a guy who's had several number ones, and, and they had signed all these young kids they signed a bunch of them. And all of a sudden, these guys are just standing around the coffee maker waiting for me every morning. And I'm just like, I don't know, And one of them being like Luke Laird, who was like 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, these guys were kids. Yeah. And so, and the thing is, if somebody would cancel on me, I'd just go to the coffee maker and be like, you, you, in there. I mean, i <laughs> just like, just yes, sir, the, yes, the fear in their eyes. Like, go in there. Like, so... <laughs>
0: You plopped down and, a notebook, and they only brought a guitar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but, 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 but seriously, though, man, so so, this was all going on. And um, I realized for the first time these kids and just them just being so fired up, like for the first time being around, and they're already just reinventing the same ideas that I did, but it was just that passion. And it was cool. And, it was, and, the, and I, I've told this story a, a bunch of times. I wrote a song. With, so one day, somebody canceled. Luke, in the office with me. Here we go. We wrote this song called Miss Mexico, which is a lot of fun, you know, and um, Kenny Chesney immediately put it on hold. Yeah. Luke had never even had, he he never even had, you know, a a hold, had nothing. Yeah. Kenny Chesney immediately put it on hold.
0: Had you already had Kenny hits at this point? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, so, um, so, so I go out to my river house for the summer. I, I, i'm kind of burned out by the summer so i, I go out to my old place outside of town that happened right when i left town i know as a matter of fact when i was driving out there kenny called me go man i love this song when i cut it and everything so i called and I, yeah yeah kenny yeah, kenny loves it he called me himself yeah, yeah i told him but three nights later i'm laying in bed and the phone rings like at midnight I'm like going, oh my god, mother, what going? it's the phone and say, and it's Luke. I I love you, man. Classic <laughs> drunk, yeah, man. Man, I love you, man. I, I, just did, and he was like with some girl. He just like, I, I was, I was, I, I, I was feeling. She was talking, to you. and the phone falls <laughs> and, hey, Luke, said you're real nice. I like, like,
0: I mean, it just. This sounds just like the couple <laughs> we ran into <laughs> in the airport <laughs> line. <didn't they? laughs> I can't believe you're Craig Wiseman. <laughs> call my son.
1: So, so seriously. So, I talked to him. He, 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 he goes, when do you think Ken's going to cut that song? I was like, Luke. I was like, you know what, dude? Like, I don't know. I was like, but you know what, right now, dude? I was like, you have written one of the songs that is on Kenny Chesney's shortlist. It is, it is an official Kenny Hold. Nobody could ever take that from you. So, I don't know what's going to happen yet, but what's happened right now is frigging amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm glad you're obviously celebrating the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, so, really. so, <laughs> so well, I hung up the phone and laid there just going, you know, I man? because I used to be that guy, but the Paul Nelson's, I'd be the guy who'd call somebody not realizing it was 11 midnight. Just going, man, I forgot the bridge. I forgot that. Hello. Like, oh, you you woke my wife up? And I'd be like, I was that kid who was so yeah. fired up and somebody's calling me at midnight now. And it was just like, and I went. I don't want to get away from
0: that. I wanna I wanna that. Well, <sighs> Jordan Dazzi uh, just just signed here, young cat. We we're watching the Titans game at at, at Crow's Nest like three weeks ago. And Jordan just got his first cut, but he had also just gotten a haircut.
1: <laughs> and Craig Greg- <laughs> no, no, so 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 we're long table. Mike Mike leans over and he goes, he goes, Hey man, um just cut that song, Dazzy. He goes, he, 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 it was Dazzy's first cut. So I looked down the table. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Dazzy. I was like, 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 I was like man. I was, I was like, dude, you got a cut. That's adorable. And he literally just goes, Oh, thanks, man. It's, 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 it's a little short, it's a little. Bit. I'm like, what are you? I was like, like, you know, what, dude, I don't make a living off your haircut. You got a cut, but it wasn't so like. Back in the days, what, when a cut was, it, it could mean your intestines are falling out or you yes. had your hair. Yeah
0: but, yeah. But then, yeah, yeah. but then a cut becomes yeah. one of Oh, thing. yeah. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. It really just got done. It's like, no, your song that just got cut. I thought that was so funny. That's great, man. That really, is so funny. It's
1: stuff like that, man. Like I said. So, so literally, I had us, uh, so when I'd gone to BMG, I'd sold a catalog. And within a few months, I'd bought a house on 17th, knowing that
0: I'm going to be a publishing company. And Did you so, know this? This building was Capitol Records at the time, correct?
1: No, no, I, so I, it, I, I think Capitol had already left here. But yeah, yeah, yeah this, this used is, to be Capitol. Yeah, it, it was built by Capitol. And I'd always heard rumors about Garth. And Garth signed Garth, here, Garth, didn't he? Garth came in to do some vocals to do a thing with FGL. And so I'd heard like, yeah, Garth inside the building. He literally walked in the building. I, I went with him, but he literally walked in and goes, like, I think in um where where Elvin is, where where Ivan. where Ivan is. We'll he right. called him. Melbourne. He said. He said. I call him Elwood. Okay. Cause, good, perfect. But because um, so he's from he Norway, he didn't know. Yeah, it's yeah. like he doesn't, he doesn't even get us. It doesn't even get. Anyway. So, but he but he pointed. He goes. He goes. Oh yeah, I was pastor on that office, and I think he was signed in this one. That's what I said.
0: This
1: one's kind of crazy. This
0: one. The energy in this place is insane. Man, well,
1: in this room. I mean there's a room up there. A cruise was written in one of those rooms. I mean how many I mean Oh uh, Cruise
0: was written in the third
1: floor? Yeah, here? yeah on, on on that, 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 that when
0: that. it was uh, played again or before that? Yeah, yeah
1: in, in in no, in the in, in Warren Brothers office up there. Oh, yeah. oh, in the corner of the room. Yeah, cruise was written in there. Yeah. Wow. I remember hearing I mean I mean Dude, Tompkins did. Tompkins was through the through the wall I me. Mean, I remember hearing I'm hearing him write, him and Rodney writing dirt through the wall just like one of the best songs the, I kept hearing that yeah Chris trying to get that I was like what the hell is that and
0: yeah the energy in this building is unmatched I mean this corner is unmatched as far as well, how just, many hits
1: Well, you and I we got our we got our
0: Nelly cut what, we got here two, yeah we got Nelly cut we got uh I bet we've I bet we've written 5 songs here that have been cut you, did you write Chasing You here yeah yeah. In my
1: office, chasing yeah, you. Yeah, with you. yeah. And that was
0: one of Morgan's first songs. Yeah, yeah. Wrote.
1: It was one of his first. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So 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 a lot of happened. Yeah, we we wrote chasing you. In fact, Kimberly, tell me, we wrote it in December of uh 2015. So it was oh. that that was that? So it? That's it, when I was
0: rapping. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was oh, rapping. Yeah, oh, yeah. Morgan was writing chasing you. I was rapping, but I probably we had Kelly Kapowski under our belts. But so you acquired this building. Um, so
1: so I bought that house in in like 2002 uh, opened the public company in 2003 um then starting to get going and everything and then bought this building in 2007 right about the time I got Chris and Rodney about about the time I got uh-huh. Chris right, then Rodney a year later got Chris Tompkins and Rodney Clausen.
0: right right uh, yeah yeah so I talk I talk about Rodney all the time I, I mean I write with Rodney all the time yeah yeah I want his parking spot you you you, you. <laughs> I want to sign I
1: don't know I don't know <laughs> I used to think that of that those those stupid ass four door pickup trucks with a full bed like you need them in town here. I was like they, they don't make a car longer than that. Then he goes off and buys that Cadillac, <laughs> which <laughs>
0: you know. Look, you know you like that car. You know you like it. I, I do. Well, four spots right now though, yeah. dude. Cat uh, was it uh, smooth like cat daddy cruising in a Cadillac like daddy caddy huh? yeah. like a cat daddy cat anyways dude the only other person that would make sense in that car is you
1: okay yeah I got you, you
0: nobody's gonna <laughs> nobody sees you getting out of that car and thinks, well that doesn't make any sense and they f- <laughs> that's me too I, I get out of that car it's like man dude I just don't know who else I could see driving that thing it man, it, it, I, I gave it. A,
1: I gave it a close look on the way in. I gave it. A, I gave it a fire. serious once over. Yeah, fine. It's good, man. Um,
0: man. just another, just another point of wanting to be like you when I grow up. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> are you okay with that, though? <laughs> Don't you agree that it'd be cool to be like you? I, 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 I want <laughs> hope. You live such a good life. I would, hope yeah, look,
1: yeah, look, look, look I'm blessed, but I'm look, I'm, I'm you know, and, that, and that's, I think, that's another thing too, because somebody, somebody, several years, starting several years ago, as my peers, I guess, were getting a little, because there tends to be people that get to be my age as the gray starts coming into the beer, people can get a little cynical and stuff about the town, and finally, I finally, I, you know, I, 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 I was right with Jesse over there who, who had been the song plugger, you know, at yeah. at, at a publishing company. And a, a several of my contemporaries, of my peers, guys my age, and we were right in the middle of writing. And he spins around. And he goes, "Man, can I ask you something?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "How come you're not pissed off?" And I happened to know some some of the guys he was working with, and I was like, "Yeah, there's a little malcontent bunch there." And he was just like, and I told him, I was like, "Man, I was like, first off." This town don't owe me nothing and it mm. never did. Mm-hmm. It offers everything and it owes me nothing. It don't care about my resume. It doesn't care about my discography. Mm-hmm. Every day you got to show up. You know, you got to show up right and and also and stay. That's one reason why I like staying on the young kids because it keeps you in touch with the mystery and the potential. Of this town because yeah. it just it gets it's so easy to get in that thing where basically the bullet point, Seth loves when I say this it's like so so you meet somebody who's all pissed off and it's like, okay, so let's break it down. So you came to town to chase your dream, you caught all your dream, you became a multi millionaire, pretty famous, and you've never forgiven the town for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That because that that's pretty much that's pretty much what you're rocking. That's yeah. pretty much your thing, mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, But, you know yeah. you know find Waldo in those four sentences. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's the outlier there? Yeah. So that thing, I didn't ever want to be that. And, and yeah, it's funny because I'm actually having a lot of success. Not you know getting my first Jason Aldean cut with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I not yeah, even yeah. get a hold of him. Let's go. <laughs> but but you know. Blake stuff, you know, we just had a, several Kenny cuts, Blake, just all this kind of stuff. A lot of yeah, catching. you're on a wave right now, yeah, for but sure. Because a few years ago, I kind of decided, I, I told somebody else that, and I was like, because the thing is, and I don't blame me because to make it in this town, you have to be so, you have to, you have to live a very uneven life. I mean, it's pretty OCD. I mean, it's just about that, and everything else suffers as a yeah. result of that. You just got to be that. It's Gosh. like making up in pro sports. You just got to be so focused and so... yeah. But you have a lopsided life, so you finally start doing good, and you can finally then you back off, and you can like marry a girl, maybe, and have a baby, and God knows, maybe go buy a set of golf clubs or a fishing pole, or take a damn vacation. But as somewhere on the line. All those things, all of a sudden, now you're writing on a schedule, all those kind of things, and you're not doing what you did to make to get in. And that's the thing. It's just like you're not putting in the time that you used to put in. You're not giving the love. And care to it that you did before. So the town didn't change. And What it requires never changes. It right. just re- it requires every friggin' thing you've
0: got. Yeah, yeah. Twenty four. And it always
1: and it always has and it always will. Yeah. And so so I was like going, like, maybe I'm just talking out of maybe I'm talking out of my ass. Maybe it's like Several a couple about three or four years ago, I decided I want to tuck back in hard again, yeah. which means. I'm watching, and I talk to my wife about it, and which means we're watching a movie. And somebody says something, you're like, "Oh, that's cool!" And you should turn turn the phrase around I'm like this, though. And you go up to a little yeah, room yeah, for an yeah. hour, and you hammer out this idea that I yes. can save and wait for you for next week.
0: Yes. It doesn't always and, have to be show up at eleven a.m. and work it. With no, 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 guys, no, 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 no. Your brain's it's, never wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. If
1: you're just if you're just the radar is on at all times, and if something shows up on my radar, boom. Yes. That's it's alien invasion. Yes, all things are about the blip on the radar screen.
0: Now, me and Morgan this so, morning were sending voice notes back and forth. You could hear the shower in the background of his voice notes, and I was pissing in the background of mine. And we had you know one Of the first was it's like. It just is impossible. It's really impossible to turn off. No matter how much money you make or how much success you have, if you're really about that shit, it just is it doesn't turn off. You're at a what, bar and you say something, write that what, down. What, well, that's just it. Yeah.
1: It can obviously it can slowly turn off and stuff and all, all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so once again, in that whole thing. So I decided to dive back in one more time hard. And it's been very gratifying. It's been good. Mm-hmm. Truth or chug. Truth or Chuck? Okay. One of your one of your worst co writing experiences.
0: I might tell the truth. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I
0: don't even. Know. I doubt they even listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think Craig knows what it is. No,
1: he oh, don't. Oh, 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 trust me. You say you say one one. You'll thought word about somebody. Word will get to them immediately. I know, I know, your phone will be ringing before I'm you get gonna, to your car. I'm gonna chug
0: this beer, but I want to. Yeah. I want to tell you. I want to tell you about a songwriting experience I had with you that I will never. I'll never forget. You and me. If you don't know this about yourself, some people have horror stories of writing with you. I have heard. Well, I've never had that experience, and I take it as a compliment that I, and. A huge I, blessing. I, 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 just, never... I just, I just,
1: I just always say, well, you know, the town of people don't have any problem with me.
0: So, <laughs> See, that, <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, like you hear all these nightmare stories, like, damn, man, that really sucks. <laughs> and then, and I've had the, I've had great days with you, and we've had good hangs. We've written a song in under an hour before. Oh god, people are yeah. like man, good luck. You're gonna have to pack a dinner. It's like, yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> I, suck, but, I just
1: can't. Can, uh, yeah, can no, I yeah, just, yeah, can, just, just want to write till till it's right and till, and until it's done. Yes. And if that happens about three o'clock, that's fine. that yes. happens at 9 30, we'll granted, we have not written Live s-
0: Like You Were Dying. But right. so but there was a day Hardy and I were writing with you. I think it was Hardy's first time writing with you. This was before the artist thing. Uh we come upstairs and, and me and Hardy had kind of like sussed out. A verse and chorus Just the two of us You'd gone out Smoked a cigarette Or whatever Or a cigar And talked And you come back And we present you This verse and chorus And you go I thought y'all Were supposed to be good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we had to start. We started from scratch. You're we like, well, I thought so too. No. But fuck me.
1: Uh, well, obviously I was joking. <laughs> well, like, well, obviously we I wrote something else to days. be good. Wow. There it is. Oh, you, you. Oh, you smoked me, dude. You, that's half the time I did. It. That's freaking
0: I've smoked so much woo. today. <laughs> <laughs> God. that was good. This this podcast brought to you by Chug Bud. Chug if you Bud. can't drink it. No one can. Oh that's, my that's God! It. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's been fun. And not to mention, there's this new wave of kids.
0: The, and, the wave just, and, and, and there's
1: a little bit of me like, and I'm not that hyper competitive, but there's a little bit of me of like, well, wait a minute, I want to. And somebody finally said it. Somebody, someone, so. A couple of weeks ago, I think Mike or somebody said, "said Man, man, you and Irm, you guys are, you guys are winning the horse race right now. And I was like, Fucking, hey, dude. That, that's exactly,
0: yeah. And I like, mean, I, dude, it's just so, it's so much fun getting to work with you. And uh, I haven't thought of this analogy before, but we're talking about like that, that young, the sparkle in a young rider's eye, the, the pre success hunger. Is like believing in Santa Claus. It's like oh, it's like to, if you're going to have if you're going to make it in this town, you got to never give up on believing in Santa Claus. Like you got to show up every day and just believe. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, you you and go because Santa Claus is real and that's it. Like that that wonder is what keeps you coming back every day because otherwise it is so easy to get jaded. Dude, you see the ins and outs. You see the ins and outs all this shit and you start worrying about everything that isn't Sit down and write a song.
1: Man, 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 well, well, also, be, and, and then once again, once we'll, 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 you've had a few number ones, it's so easy to get jaded. Basically, in life, it is so easy to get jaded. And so, therefore, to try as much as possible to stay in a place where you in, in to to exist in an awareness of your blessings. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is the that is the hardest thing, and seriously, when you go, my wife's a minister and stuff. and she does a thing, she does a Sunday, you know, Facebook, you know, thing, whatever. Reverend KK, you know, Music Road Church, yeah. And but she does, but this she does another thing. This whole this awareness of blessing when you when you look at the whole Bible in general, Mm -hmm. all that is is a story over and over and over again of people and their struggle and then they and then they kind of they they they, they the reemerging of being and living in a state of awareness of their blessings and i think right now especially man in the country there's so many people who are pissed off they haven't got this they haven't got that and somebody else has got this and somebody else has got that and it's like but that that is the whole the whole thing of blessings is is, is that is unlimited the whole idea of somebody, this guy's got more money than I do. It's like, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, just like, just like when I got here, the whole there are some songwriters, as you all well know, that if somebody, if one of their buddies gets the number one, they feel like it is taken from them.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little
1: bit, and it's like, how does that work, man? Yeah, you know that that that's total bullshit. It's um, you know, I, mean, I always saw it as that. for me, this is proof that the process works you know yeah, that, sure. that yeah but that's just it man this whole but to be uh, to be to live in a state of awareness of your blessings and that's where i think young songwriters because really it's all that you see that in their eyes that whole thing of the possibilities this is what the world offers me i think especially nowadays when you watch the news you know like tiktok and shit and there's all these people that They're just convinced the world just offers them shit. It's like, well, guess guess what you're gonna get as a result of that.
0: Yeah. Shit.
1: Because I like to get around these kids where where And and look, and I would like to think of nothing else if I do exemplify anything. I spent my first week in town sleeping in a gray Chevy C twenty van with a drum set. I slept in my van. With the drum set. But Be- well, because I didn't want to yeah, get my yeah. i don't want I not want to get my drum set stolen because yeah. I was gonna was yeah. gonna feed me yeah, but trying to find the cheapest possible place I could live, I slept in my van and went to the k o a park a couple of times and stole a shower just went in there and acted like I owned the place and just drove up to the shower and went, got my shower and drove back out i i not I slept in a van, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 look at me! I mean, I'm I'm gonna get a hot tub with the LED light <laughs> package, man. We're doing this podcast <laughs> in his building. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit, dude!
0: I mean, that's freaking! That's amazing! It man. is amazing! Glory, hallelujah, man! It's freaking! Amen! It's amazing, man! It Amen! Is, is. Well, I think a good way to. First of all, we might wrap this episode, but you're going to have to come back. We got we're going to do a whole other episode. Oh my god. We is, yeah, yeah. But I just want to I want to talk
1: about diminished chords, we, we probably shouldn't well, we, 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 might.
0: We, we just did a we just did a gig in uh, in San Jose. <laughs> we might. Honestly. We had a
1: great time. Oh my God. we had a great time in San Jose. We, yeah, we, we we had to do a couple of back-to-back nights, so we were
0: we were drunk. We were, we were, <laughs> <laughs> we were but I but I want to say I want to yeah. say this. Nah. I want to say at this point I feel like I, I, I could probably write anywhere. I just don't know anywhere else that I would feel so at home than with you being the guy that, like, I know I can send songs to. Even we didn't write together, I can send you a song. But oh, I can check this shit you, out. You just sent me like, oh my god, yeah. Freaking I just, I love, I love knowing. All right, if it, if it passes, if it passes through your, if you like it, I'm not crazy you know and I love having that and I and these kids and I say kids like I'm 50 well, but, but, but you' but, but, you're not you're, 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 you're not the are no, but but you're definitely, you're definitely I was them a few years ago yes, and, you and I just know that we got a good we got a good batch of them because they they know how lucky and blessed they are to be in this building and they're excited to be here and that's why the songs that are coming out of this building Exclude me from it. The songs that are coming out of this building are badass songs because the kids get it. We're here to do something different and bigger than what brought you here, but yeah, no. we wouldn't be. And
1: that's what brought about the labels. Yeah. And seriously, so by about 2012 or 13, with Chris and Rodney, we had I think 13. We actually made a plaque. We had like eight number ones and 40 cuts in 2013. And even with FGL, like we were still, we were getting nothing but Blake Shelton and Jason Aldean and 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 Luke Bryan cuts and everything. And that's what me and Seth are just like. And we still have more songs. And that's where Seth and I got together. And I was like, we need bands, man. I was like, we don't. There's not enough places. And I'm tired of when we too pitch. many songs, not I'm, enough places. And, to and go, not, yeah. to mention, not to mention, under am to the point. I'm tired of pitching stuff and having somebody. I mean, they're all great, but having somebody that graduated Belmont three years ago tell me ah. Like, know about that i'm like well well i kind of do
0: yeah but, but but
1: but at the same time but at the oh. same at, at the same time not to be arrogant it was like so yeah was, maybe it's time for me to put my money where my mouth is so like because i yeah. think this shit is freaking amazing and so for me this label and this publishing company and everything is a chance for me to just go i think this shit is amazing and and fine i'll spend my last penny Yeah, doing this, man, because I think this shit is amazing. And whether or not other people figured out, and the label really is just one one thing after another of of removing those barriers between me and and let me know what you think. You know, America, Mm -hmm. and so far everybody seems to kind of agree with that because it's not that. I mean, you know, you know, a hit song. It's kind of like kind of like somebody like man, this guy figured out that. That, that this food is great, like that's not brilliant, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say freaking, it. it's great or it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a, who doesn't
0: love a cheeseburger and French fries? Yeah, fry? yeah, yeah. So a, yeah.
1: a great song. You're know, like, yeah, you have this amazing man. How do you know it's like? Because it's a great song. What the hell are yeah, you talking yeah. about? I
0: mean,
1: you know. So yeah, man. So to be able to do that remove those layers where we can just put stuff out there and then i love the fact that I and mean, set is so great but i love the fact that we're able to catch that new wave of we're not a label on that thing of like and once every two years we're going to give you 10 songs whether you're ready for them yep. or not that's not like, it no we're going to put out 10 songs in a month
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a month yeah and just shovel that shit at y'all so we can't stand it anymore and um I love it, man. I do. I freaking love it. Man. It is I just love- a, ser- oh. a
0: series of setting the bar and pushing the envelope because, you know, there, that is that is the wave now, and other people are starting to do it. But it's like, I've been at, I've been at dinners where that was being talked about three years ago. Like that was that's the that's how we're gonna do shit. Yeah, man. it's happening, and it works. And I just think I think you know, there's the quantity over quality or quantity quality debate, but it's like big loud has qua- has quality quantity like we have a lot of really good songs to put out not just me but like the, the artist here and the writers here and there's no I just I feel like even even maybe at some point there feels like there's a corner that is catered to best but now at this point it's like there's an no, cross genre
1: well, well, well also see I've always seen it Songwriters, I mean, I'll never forget the warm Brothers I asked me one time. They, they said, they said, they said, Man, Craig, where do you see country music going from here? And I said, wherever we send it, dude. Oh, Seriously, because if you write enough fact. If you if you if you write fine, if you write one kind of weird, edgy, kind of new, fresh song, you know, whatever, you write a batch of them, somebody's gonna figure out, like, holy shit, I'm become a household name if I I mean, people forget that, like, FGL, they were so quickly imitated. People forget. Bro, country What all, in a phrase uh,
0: before them.
1: All that, all that rapping stuff, all that stuff. And we put that thing out. And then that first record, I'm going all of them, all the songs were about partying. And I was like, well, don't, it's a country album. Don't you want to do a song about mama and all that kind of stuff? It's like, well, yeah, I mean,. Yeah, but we'd have to drop one of these to do it, and these are freaking great.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: We, we just want to put out great songs, and like, when it comes down to this, overthink shit. Yes. So, so even then, that whole idea of of if it doesn't freak you, I don't tell you as a writer. Oh my God, try to tell these writers, because like, when it's all said and done, there's about ninety. This town is about ninety percent replicators, and ten percent creators. Wow. And you could sit there and just listen to a day of radio and just rehash and regurgitate. It's kind of like Mexican food. You could just sort of reassemble the same ingredients. Yeah. Only oh, I'm going to put the cheese on bottom instead of on top, dude. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, or, yeah, you. or, yeah, dude. <laughs> or you can make a, you know, kiwi squash you know burnt hot dog sandwich man and no no but, but watermelon with mustard thank you it. It, watermelon with some mustard on it yeah yeah i think i'm watermelon mustard oh my god man dude yeah. so but no but 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 it really is that thing of i try to tell these young songwriters I, and the thing is, that's what i like about you you don't send me your shit that's going to get cut. Tomorrow. You send me your send totally shit. edgy shit. I send
0: you the shit that I, I'm pretty sure ain't getting cut. <laughs>
1: I want to. That's the shit that I want to hear. I yeah. want to hear, and I think it's the shit that you guys want to hear too. Yeah. I think you want to hear the edgy shit that nobody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, you do. the shit that breaks the rules, the, the all the standards, yeah. like there are the it's like, dude, getting on country radio is like going through TSA pre-check. It's, it's, like, it's like, OK, make sure you don't have any liquid in the bag. Take your laptop out of your backpack. Take your shoes off. Oh, you forgot your belt. It's like, God damn it, dude. Can we get one guy through TSA pre with everything on him, no, I don't. <laughs> that's the, those are the demos we like to hear. The demos talking
1: about some full cavity,
0: that's that. Okay, so this um, a, he ain't even had the half of me. <laughs> I'm talking about full cavity.
1: Ah. Se- second knuckle. i t- Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Wow. All right. All right. I'll text you later. Okay. I'm down with. Mm. I'm down with literally capping it right there and leaving on that. Leave it on that, dude. This yeah. is just being earnest. Yeah,
1: you have to end this, don't you? Don't Yeah,
0: yeah dude. Uh, me and Delaney are gonna go to the Optimist tonight. We're gonna go have. Uh, oh. That's we got awesome. a babysitter. We're gonna go have. So much alcohol, man. Dude, yeah, we, we're going to have to do this again. Oh, we need to, oh. I'm saying, look, okay, good, We're going to label this part one. Dude, 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 For sure, like the, yeah. Let
1: me remember the old Carson days when, when, when it, if some, some star couldn't make it. They'd always bring out, bring it, like, Don Rickles or something. I'm always upstairs. Somebody can't make it, like, dude. Okay. Dude,
0: bring it down here. We could, co- we could even co-host a regular thing. We just do this. Well, yeah, we, we, are, yeah, we already figured that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, we, we do need to figure out something. You know, so we need some
1: ideas because we were talking about on our San Jose gig that we could, we could host a songwriter thing of yeah, sorts. Yeah, we need to do this. Which, which, by the way, you're you going to do Star Second Harvest Woman? You're going to do... Uh, I'm,
0: I'm down. I don't know the where Ryman? it is, but yeah, I'm down for It'll, sure. It's in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Of course.
1: Yeah, I'm honored. I'm honored to be here. I am honored to, um, to in the what building. What a legend, Craig! And and um,
0: I love and, uh, so. I love you so much. Thank you so much for. Oh man, you could be. You could have. You could have been done with the song, another song in the time we did this podcast. Oh,
1: I, no, I I actually started early, and literally, I was I was at my house because it, 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 it happened to be his name. I literally sang in the last line of the second verse, and was like. God, I got to go and sang in the
0: last line of
1: the last verse,
0: boom, and literally spun and walked. So thank you for doing this. We'll do it again. You guys, Craig Wiseman, a.k.a. The Big Loud himself, Cat Daddy, Snurnest, Snurnest, I'm (laughs) Snurnest. We'll see y'all. Thank you. I love you. Love you, buddy. Oh, my God. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest Just be in earnest